welcome to the Addison Reads audio blog. If you crave to raise children that love to read, to build a library of resources in your home to help you take purposeful action as a parent, and to connect with your children unlike ever before, welcome home. You have the power to be a purposeful parent. You just have to look to your bookshelf. My name is Sam, and I am your intentional kid-lit tour guide. Hello friends. So for some of you people that have been around here for a while and you are Addison Reads veterans and you've been a part of this community for a bit, this is going to feel like a throwback because today I am back with a classic Addison Reads thorough, in-depth, and insightful book review. So back in the day, if you don't know this already, this used to be all I did here on the blog. In fact, if you go to the blog, you can search through all of the archives of all the book reviews that I've written by going to addisonreads.com forward slash book reviews. And you'll see that when we first started, so back in August of 2016, that is all I did. Um, and the point in doing this is to show how you can use children's books and how they are so much more than the little stories that entertain our children. They actually help me to parent my daughter through literature, and oftentimes they have lessons that even I can benefit from. And today's book is no exception. So this month's theme for April 2018 is music, and I wanted to share one of my favorite books that has some ties to the theme, as well as so many larger implications about self-love, confidence, and embracing your own unique self. So we are hopping right into a book review of one of my favorite books by Gail Andre, and I hope I'm saying that name right. Um, the book is called Giraffes Can't Dance. Now this is a board book, um, but it really does apply to any age range. The first thing I do when I do a book review is I have initial thoughts. So the first thing that caught my eye about this book was the color. It's incredible. It is bright and it is rich. Both in the cover and in the actual illustrations throughout the book, they are all incredibly eye-catching. It is a gorgeous book. We first read this book to AJ when she was about one year old, and I remember her being totally enamored with the book and looking through all the pages constantly. The characters in the books, they all are in the book also have very animated facial expressions, which it, it makes it entertaining to read, but it also is kind of helpful for your child to correlate emotions with the way the emotions themselves are expressed physically. I'm thinking particularly about this one page in the book where the uh, giraffe, the main character, he has his eyes wide open, super wide, and I remember my daughter always making her eyes really wide, and he just was like stumped, so uh, the illustrations are so good in this book. Another thing I really appreciated about this book is that while it is a board book, as I mentioned, it has some length to it. So it's both meaty in the words on the pages, so like how many words per page, and also in the number of pages. And I like that because it has the strength of a board book, which means that my crazy daughter has a harder time destroying it or accidentally ripping a page out, but it also has the length to make it a meaningful story and something that will really sit down and read over time. Okay, so those are my initial thoughts. And now I want to give you a really quick summary or a super speedy summary of Giraffes Can't Dance. The book follows a character named Ger Gerald, or Gerald, however you want to say it, a giraffe. Gerald looks on as his fellow animals enjoy the, the annual dance, the jungle dance. All of the animals arrive and they're dancing and they're having fun and they're listening to music and it's a great time and Gerald, he longs to be involved too. He wants to be a part of the dance. However, Gerald feels sadness and loneliness when the jungle dance arrives year after year because he's not a good dancer. While all the other animals dance with ease and brilliance, Gerald is more clumsy. 
When he attempts to get in the middle and dance, all the other animals jeer and they laugh at him. His fear keeps him away from the dance floor and he feels loneliness unlike ever before, having tried and failed. During his time alone, he meets a cricket who encourages Gerald, telling him it's not that he is a terrible dancer, he just hasn't found the right music. When Gerald tunes into the music created by the swaying jungle leaves and other natural elements, and that the moon is playing a song just for him, Gerald begins dancing in the most brilliant way. He is filled with confidence and joy, dancing away, and the other animals see him and watch in adoration. They wonder how he learned to dance suddenly, and he says to them, we all can dance when we find music that we love. Okay, so now the next part of my book review, the part that really, really matters in terms of parenting with literature, building your intentional bookshelf, and really understanding the purpose and message behind a children's book is what I call Mama's Musings. So just let that all sink in for a minute. That beautiful, simple, and subtle story about Gerald the Giraffe and his predicament. There's so much goodness in this book, right? Like it's just filled with all these amazing lessons. And I really want to break it down into the three main themes that I've pulled out. The first theme, being unlike others does not make you less than, and your uniqueness is not a flaw. Theme number two, kindness, empathy, and acceptance can help transform others. Theme number three, when we find that song or that style of music that we inherently connect to, the world just fades away and we are just simply us. Okay, so let's talk about theme number one. Your uniqueness is not a flaw. We are all beautiful, unique beings. We have quirks about us that make us perfectly imperfect, and the fact that we are all not the same is something that should be embraced and encouraged. However, it is often in this world that we, our children and ourselves included, are shunned for being unlike others, for being different. Gerald is the perfect example that when you embrace who you are, when you allow yourself to be every bit as differentiated as you need to be to show your true colors, there is freedom. The freedom that we feel when we finally walk in the path that we want to, it is truly liberating. Furthermore, when we embrace our authentic selves, when we let ourselves be just a little weird and quirky, the truth that we often hide, other people see this and they are inspired. Think of the way the other jungle animals were so impressed with Gerald. Once he realized his fears of being judged or being misunderstood and trying to fit within the confines of society, they saw his freedom and they admired it. Our children will face situations in life where they will walk into a room and feel judged. They will start a new school and have a different accent, or they will wear different clothes, or they have different ideas about the world. We need to equip our children to know that they do not have to conform in order to fit in. They can stand out in the most beautiful way, and they are loved for who they are. When they get to the dance floor, we want our children to dance, not to be afraid of what others will say. And Giraffes Can't Dance shows us the value of confidence, pride, and self-love. Okay, so theme number two is that you can help transform others with kindness, empathy, and acceptance. An often overlooked character in Giraffes Can't Dance is the cricket, when in fact, he may be one of the most pivotal characters. The cricket sees Gerald struggling through his fears and self-doubt, and he interjects with kindness and advice about a new outlook. Because the cricket isn't afraid to speak his mind and help a friend, Gerald experiences the breakthrough of confidence in embracing his true self. 
The cricket could have chosen to be like the other animals, right? He could have just laughed at Gerald and found his misfortune and sadness to be something humorous. However, the cricket chose kindness over blending in with the crowd and acted with empathy towards Gerald. When our children are faced with two roads, to join in with others and making fun of someone or helping that individual in whatever way they can, we all hope they choose the latter path. This book emphasizes the necessity of these good Samaritans to help, to help others in need and recognize when someone is suffering and can use some encouragement so we can all learn something from the cricket and be like the cricket. And theme number three, music has this insane ability to make everything fade away. I will start by saying this, guys. I am a big music junkie. I have always connected with music in a way I can never exactly describe, and I honestly thought that that was something unique about me. However, I've grown to realize that many of us are transformed by the power of music. The rhythm, the sound of the right song has the power to make us cry, laugh, dance uncontrollably, give us goosebumps, be the light in a sea of darkness. My biggest hope is that with reading this book, I can show my daughter that music is a release, a way for her to show up in the world and exist in all her glory and just be her. Throwing in your headphones, turning up your absolute favorite song and closing your eyes has this mysterious power to just make you relax and forget about all of your worries and troubles. It is during these vulnerable, honest moments that we release and just live out who we really are. Just as Gerald from Giraffes Can't Dance didn't notice the other animals watching him as he jammed out to the music, we too have the ability to get lost in a song. I want my daughter to learn to love herself, to care for others, and to see the value in music and knowing what songs speak to her so that when life gets hard, she can release. I truly believe this book is an excellent choice for teaching all of these things. So Giraffes Can't Dance has a very valued and special place on our intentional bookshelf, and I can imagine it, us reading it for years and years and years to come. Now, if this book is perfect for you guys, I highly encourage you go grab it. It's like five bucks on Amazon. It's ridiculously cheap for how value-packed it is, and it's just a wonderful lesson, a great story, and something that I think you can read even if your kids are past the age of board books. This has been an episode from the Addison Reads audio blog. Be sure to head over to our website, addisonreads.com, to read the blog posts in full, download free resources, and join the Intentional Book Club. As always, happy reading. <laughs>